Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We are joined by Michelle Snyder again and Terry Scrivener here. They're two clinical hypnotherapists, joined forces, and are helping so many people in so many different ways with the benefits of hypnosis. Welcome back to the show, girls. How are you? Woohoo! Once again, yes. Great to see you both. Uh, for those new listeners out there today, let's just tell them a little bit about yourself and the name of the company, of course. Uh, it's called Hypnosis and You, and that's the website as well, hypnosisandyou.com. Give us a little introduction before we begin, please. Uh, I'm Michelle Snyder, and I got into hypnotherapy because of my partner, Terry, and she she's the one that it started working on her, made it, made me a believer, mm-hmm. and uh, I actually stopped smoking the first session one, and that's it about that. I mean, it was done, so, and just our journeys going through, and then it's like, wow, if this can help us, yeah. it can help tons of people, mm-hmm. so Very I, I like, have a love for it and love for people. Absolutely. My name is Terry Scribner, and I'm also a clinical hypnotherapist and a life coach. And we do absolutely love what we do, being able to help others. Beautiful. And uh, just to point out, I'm not sure if you were with us last week or not, but we did have a special guest named Willie. Uh, would you mind sharing a little bit about Willie's whereabouts today? And tell us, tell us also a little bit how he is sometimes incorporated with your work. Yes, thanks. Uh, um, well, he kind of got wore out from the uh, washing dishes because he had no money when he took his girlfriend out. But he still is a good kid because he he paid for it through uh, labor. Mm-hmm. And um, girl gave him lots of kisses afterwards. So he had a good uh, Valentine's Day. But he did worry about you. Oh, thank you. I yeah. had a great time. Yeah. Me and the boys yeah. went out uh, with my boyfriend. <laughs> we all went to dinner. So it was the four of us. It was oh. lovely. Thank you for asking. And send Willie our, our well wishes as well. Willie wishes. Well, yeah, that's a little <laughs> pun there. Well, anyway, uh, glad that he's okay and wish him the best for us. So we're going to talk today a little about hypnosis. And um, is this true or false that hypnosis can actually help with headaches, like migraines, like serious headaches? Oh, yeah. Um, some of the very things that, that could trigger the migraine could be emotional stress, physical stress, even dehydration. Who would even think that? Um, sleep, uh, different changes in your diet, maybe, um, emotional changes, hormone changes. And when we go through and we talk to our clients, it's not just a, okay, we're doing the hypnosis session. We try to, you know, really find out, you know, are these, are they checking these boxes? Cause sometimes just missing one box and having someone else to, to help, you know, help you not feel alone. It makes a world of difference, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it can take in, it could start in the neck, you know, the, the face, it, it could be a, a dull, I mean, maybe it's resonating with them right now, listening, um, and then a dull headache even, or severe throbbing, or could um, make you dizzy or lightheaded, or um, it messes with your vision, you see, some people even see like flashes of light or they could be um, nauseated and just, I mean, it, sensitivity to sound like don't nothing, 
don't move nothing, you know, and we help them with that. And you ask us, how would we do that? And that's, you know, one of the things when you go in our sessions and we take and talk in the cognitive part, we find out these things, these key things that are happened to them. And then we make those changes, small changes in the hip, hypnotherapy session. And then also we give them an audio to take back with them. Mm-hmm. So they they can see this, you know, the positive changes. And we incorporate senses as much as we can because it happened with sense, senses, right? The smell, the hear, mm-hmm. see? So, Terry? Yeah, after teaching self-hypnosis to that client, along with some other techniques, she was able to not to, to get rid of the migraine, but not have those suffering days that it can cause for them. Got it. And just curious, I mean, again, this could be a new uh, a first timer here listening about hypnosis. And for example, if we are using hypnosis to help with migraines, is there normally a certain amount of time it takes to start seeing a difference? Could it happen after one session or do you need about six just to give someone an idea? Well, really, the I think the first the the first session is like the doctor's visit. You just you know you're checking off the boxes. It's really we're giving them hypnosis, kind of like you're introducing it to them and giving them some baby steps and having them start the process. But I would I would always recommend you know booking you know try to book at least six to start with because you know you may you may come in and that one may be finished and you know whoo yeah but. Then you found out in the process while you were trying to do that, that there was some other things. And, you know, when are you going to get the time for you? So you're taking this time for you. You've already got it scheduled. So let let that happen. Let positive change happen for you because you deserve it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Awesome. And um, would you mind giving us maybe an example that a person would never even think of using hypnosis for? Is there anything yeah. particular or a yeah, few there, things maybe? <laughs> there's a few things. Yeah, actually, um, I had a client that had hives from nerves and it's the kind you get that woke up and they itch and she was on medication for it, but it wasn't working and she wanted to get off of the medication and we were able to help her control her breathing, which took away the itching within 15 minutes. We could visibly see the hives disappearing, going away. And she was able to use that technique that we taught her to stop her anxiety, which was the main reason she was having the hives. Something to think about, huh? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) how many different things can be helped by hypnosis? Again, I I don't remember how many hundreds. Is it hundreds or thousands? (laughs) Whatever you could think of that you have pretty much can be helped with hypnosis in some way. Wow. Yeah. And it's good for the mind, the body, the soul, physical ailments, yeah. anything as we've talked about. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Good to know. Anything else, um, you know, did you want to share about anything that people would never expect? I mean, we know, I think the basics, right? The weight loss, the, um, you mentioned yeah. stop smoking, but even children and we, did we talk a little about this last week or another time, even like behavioral disorders in a sense where someone's suffering with ADHD, right? That was one yeah. that I learned from you guys. And I was yeah. shocked that it can help with attention deficit or making someone more focused in a sense yes and we have you know we have um we've used different things in the past you know for clients and learning from that and adapting you know some of all the the teachings that we've had it's like with um with that happening with the with the children even it's 
uh, you don't know what's caused that. And catching it right there when that happens mm -hmm. is so vital because then it's not, you're stopping that ripple effect from being an ocean effect in your life. You know, afterwards, it's like, oh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So. And a lot of people have fears, not just fears of weird things like spiders, arachnophobia, but right. isn't <laughs> hypnosis, it can help with all different types of fear, right? Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I had a, a gentleman that came in and he had anxiety, but he also had a fear of fish. And we did our hypnosis session and in doing the session, we uncovered some other things. Sometimes in hypnosis, your subconscious can bring forward answers that your conscious mind can't. And when we were finished with the session, he was able to swim with the fish. And he was seeing the fish in a battle with the anxiety and the fish won. So the guy was amazed that he not only got over his fear with fish, wow. but he could also control his anxiety after that. And, and and something to something that's you know there's so many things that's happened in the world and and we've learned but when we come into this world we really only have two fears and that is as a baby a fear of falling and a, a fear of loud noises you know and so when you're seeing that baby and it's walking across that ridge <laughs> and it's 20 stories down and there's no fear at all you know that's that's the way they were born they were born with no those fears of heights or anything like of being hurt just the just the two so what happens is we learn through our different experiences when to start fearing for some things and that's and if we can learn those fears and phobias then we can help the clients also kind of unlearn or reroute. Well, ironically, I took my son to the library last night. He's six, the other one's eight. And I met with his, his friend's parents, and they're Mexicans. So they don't speak Spanish. We were using Google Translate. Very kind, very sweet. And then the 16-year-old daughter was really helping translate everything, and she was just so kind. And, um, you know, I was asking her questions. I said, well, you know, this is a fun play day. We're, glad we're reading with Yandel, her son, or her brother. Um, you know, maybe soon, you know, it gets nicer. We'll go to the park and then go swimming. She says, my brother doesn't swim. I said, oh, okay. Um, she said, I said, oh, okay. Well, do you? She's like, no, I don't. She said, my parents, my mom has a fear of swimming. And, you know, I couldn't speak to her directly in Spanish, but I was talking to the daughter and I said, oh my goodness. I said, okay, that's understandable. I said, but you know, we have a community pool where I live. I said, over the summer, I'd love to come at least try to teach Yandel, you know, the boy who's six, how to swim, even you, she's 16. And, um, you know, I couldn't really talk to the mom. Um, I had to ask her, you know, why she was, you know, fear of swimming, but it could be numerous things. My mother had a similar fear of, of because her father threw her over the boat one time um, in, in the bay and she didn't know how to swim. So that really sparked fear. But that's another <laughs> one. What about someone with a fear of swimming? Oh, yeah. We help, we help with that too. Um, I had one client that was, she just, she learned to swim on a piano bench. How's that? Well, she wanted to swim so bad. She wanted to, she seen all the other kids out there doing that. And yet she was still afraid. And so she laid herself on the piano bench and she mimicked the different things that they were doing, all the different moves, and then went out and tried it. But she tried it first, you know, on the, on the piano bench. Mm-hmm. 
you know, in a safe environment. And that's really what happens with hypnosis. People try these changes first. They see them first in hypnosis. Gives them the courage. We help them with the, excuse me, the confidence and the things that they're going to need for that to happen. And then when they make that change, it's like, oh, we've had so many clients say, um, if I knew this, I'd have done this years ago. Ain't that right, Terry? Yes, absolutely. So, Wow. Interesting to know. All right. So fears. And, uh, you know, can you talk a lot more, maybe, Terry, about how exactly hypnosis um, help in, it can be beneficial in the workplace, right? Does it, can it help create more productivity? Yes, absolutely can. We work with the person for improvement for self and out in the workspace. A lot of times you'll have, or we have had, um, most of the time I'd say females that would come in that don't feel comfortable with the boss or don't feel comfortable about the way they're treated. Mm-hmm. Um, so in session, she was able to see the possible reason that he treated her like that. It really didn't have anything to do with her. He was acting out in a negative way, and it was possibly the same way he did as a child. Maybe he never learned to self-soothe, so he would take it out on other people. So whatever his reason was, she was able to see him as a child and from that point didn't see that she was the actual issue it was him interesting and and also in relationships with the people in the workplace we teach we teach our clients when they come in for the relationships as well um on how to be able to maneuver and speak better with certain types of people being able to recognize them you know you know there's certain we've been taught a little bit about introvert and extrovert and um but we use a little bit different you know technique but it's kind of along the same lines but we show them show them how they could have that happen in their life that balance that you know like pulls back and forth you know and um they'll get more productivity if If a boss goes in and goes in demanding somebody that's hard-headed or somebody that is, um, you know, has to have control because of maybe the way they were raised, you know, or somebody that's passive and they, okay, I'll do this. Okay, I'll do this. You know, and you run them all over and then, then you tire them out and burn them out and they're gone, you know, so being, being mindful of those things aware of them and we teach them that too awesome wow um what about um how would you say would you know if hypnosis really can be a good fit for relationships right people go to couples counseling people see uh psychiatrists psychologists therapists energy healers uh do they see hypnotherapists too oh oh, absolutely (laughs) tell me tell me absolutely um and even even to know to test yourself um maybe they've heard uh, they don't feel heard. Maybe they're uh, afraid of expressing that they disagree or they don't feel happy or comfortable around their partner or they, the partner talks bad about them to others or they don't treat them as equal mm-hmm. part, you know, where they're the same and, and yet, or don't, don't even want to spend time alone together with them. Mm-hmm. Um, that those are things, those are things that warning signs for things and you know 
uh, I guess when they come to us, it's it's really the point where they're at this crossroad where when we we take and repeat back to them what they've said to us, then they have to make the decision, you know, um, is this toxic or not? And as far as knowing if it's toxic, um, they maybe the thing about toxic things is it doesn't usually it's not usually just one mm-hmm. it comes in clusters yeah so you can have jealousy and no support and snarky remarks and you know sarcasm and they they never answer your call mm-hmm. and they lie all the time they don't respect you you know they cause you stress and make you miserable and they mentally and emotionally drain you you know you feel like you're walking on eggshells and they're just yeah. going to hope, they hope it changes. Yeah. And Terry? Yeah. And I've even had them come in and say, my partner says that I'm the problem. Well, I made them act that way. Mm-hmm. In reality, it's, it's not their fault at all. Using hypnosis, we also help those to move for, forward by building up the things in themselves that's been continuously torn down, like the verbal abuse. Um, and at some point you begin to think that's normal, Yeah, but it's, it's definitely not. Wow. And, um, you know, what if someone's going through a rough patch, uh, whether you're married or just dating, I mean, it could be beneficial, right? What if someone says, I had this happen before in relationships and we've broken up over it, right? Like we just have two different belief systems, different belief values. That's not something hypnosis can change, right? Cause you don't want to change someone, but you know, if you have two different belief systems, it could be okay. You just respect each other's, you know, belief system, but sometimes you don't. Can you just help me on that one? That's a personal question. <laughs> Go ahead, Jerry. Yes, actually, uh, I, like Michelle said, there's kind of a, well, there's a balance that you have to have to meet, but it's kind of like a dance or give or take. You learn what your partner needs mm-hmm. and they learn what you need it's whether you're willing or not to give them a little more and by giving them a little more they give a little Mm -hmm. more back of what you need so a lot of times we have have blocks from young adulthood teenage years maybe something had happened at that point um and during hypnosis in the cognitive part we're able to uncover those things and by doing that uncovering those blocks, we can help you understand more about why you did what you did or why you said what you did or why they said what they did and helping them be able to kind of reframe how, how do you wish it would have been or what, what could I have said that would would have been better to have made that actually work for them instead of it being blown all out of proportion yeah and that's that's just one of the ways that we work with them and also some people tend to fall for the same type of person over and over again it may not be the best fit is that something that hypnosis can help you with yes it is we actually opposites attract but sometimes after we've had maybe a a few opposites we might go for someone that is more like us well, the, the thing is, when they're more like us, it becomes kind of a battle because all the the strength that you have, they might have too. And you yeah. can see where that might butt ahead. True. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, we have help them understand the opposite and what they might look for in that opposite person, which is still strength, but it might be a different balance, something that fits better for you. 
Got it. All right, Michelle, what about helping people with unexpected changes that come out and come into our lives on a daily basis? Is that something that you can work with? Yes, we do. And um, I call it the who am I? <laughs> because they've maybe they've graduated, their kids have graduated, you know, they've got married and they've had children and divorced and now they're in this empty nest and and they're starting over maybe but really what they've done is they've lost their identity and who they are because they have based their identity on every step or every aspect of their life and truly it's not your identity Mm -hmm. you know and learning going back to learning who you are because a lot of times when we first start out in life you know and then we meet the person and then things change and you want to please them and it makes you know and then you know you take care of your kids and and put yourself on the back burner so you don't even know who you were supposed to be anyways you got that got snubbed off of there you know so we help them you know find their way back i like that I like that. And what about, um, you know, what would you say the worst things, uh, something really bad maybe that you've seen um, in someone's life that you're able to help them get through with the help of hypnotherapy? Before we answer that, Michelle, Terry, just remind us how we can reach you again. Yeah, you can reach us at hypnosisandyou.com. And you can also call 859-583-6754. Perfect. All right. Go ahead, Michelle. Would you mind taking that one? Yeah. Well, actually, everything they come to come to us for are valid concerns and in any situation can escalate or and can be can be debilitating and horrifying. So let's take this. Take stage fright, for instance. We think of a little kid on a stage that forgets their lines. You know, everyone laughs. Maybe they weren't really laughing at the kid. They just thought he was cute, you know, little and cute. And then the child only remembers the embarrassment part of it. And so Mm -hmm. then growing up, they avoid and they dread speaking in front of their class. Mm -hmm. And so they don't show up on speech day. And they would rather fail that class or get a bad grade than experience that harassment from others or embarrassment that they had before. So now they're at, now they're at their job. And one day they share a good idea. You know, they're feeling good that day to a coworker. Well, the coworker goes to the boss and boss, you know, is excited about the idea. And now the boss wants them to give a presentation. Oh my gosh, their stomach is in knots. They're on the toilet. They can't sleep. Their blood pressure's up, their heart rate, sweaty, you know, distortion of their vision, they feel like you're going to pass out. Yeah. You know, that's pretty debilitating. Don't you think so? Uh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, with hypnosis, we help. We have the power to help them to be able to get out of that hopeless situation. And we work with them together with that. So. Got it. Now, do you use the same techniques for each and every client? Um, just change their name and what they're coming in for? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Every session is unique and, and, you know, you will never have a cookie cutter session with Terry or I ever, Joe, Mm -hmm. I promise you. (laughs) And if you hold your hands out and you look, you look at your palms and then you look at your fingertips and then you think about them little tiny hands and feet that had when you were born and they stamped it on that birth certificate, Mm -hmm. you know, 
coming in this world, you came in this world unique with fingerprints that that's that carries tells who you are in the system. And you know what? We don't because of how unique each one is. That's the way we treat our clients unique as are you. Yeah. I agree. Well, I love that about you both. Uh, and you guys are really, really, uh, this is awesome. I, I had to think about what I can use hypnosis for. Can I hypnotize my children to make them listen to me better? Or that's just silly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but we can help you in dealing with how you look at it. <laughs> yeah, because I become the stress monger and I get angry and I yell. And I, I know it's not a good way to be because they say, Mommy, you yell a lot. And I do yell a lot back at them and I'm trying to control it, but I can't. So that's something you can help someone like me with a parent who's frustrated Absolutely. who yells a lot see there's so many benefits all right so let's also remind everyone if they want to reach out to you for initial com- uh, consultation how does it work they can go to hypnosisandyou.com and go to our contact page and it'll send an email straight to the inbox and we'll we'll get back with them or they can call 859-583-6754 perfect Thank you so much. Looking forward to our next conversation. And send Willie again um, our best. And hopefully he'll be joining us on another series coming up soon. All right? No pressure. (laughs) You have a great day. Thank you so much, Michelle and Terry. Pleasure being here. Thank you again. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.